Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Stormy Bonatoni on VSIN. The Sports Betting Network. We're getting to move it here on a Monday morning. Welcome back into the Lombardi line presented as always by BetMGM alongside former NFL executive Michael Lombardi, who's out at his office on the East Coast. Stormy Bonantoni live from our VEASAN studio at Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. Like we did in hour one with training camps opening up. This week, uh, we've got burning questions for every NFL team. We'll take a look at some of the most bet teams and divisions this offseason. Do we agree with the market? And Mike Pritchard will join us in 30 minutes as well. Former NFL wide receiver, spent a decade in the league. He's now our lead NFL betting analyst here at the network. Find out which camp storylines he thinks we as bettors really need to hone in on here, Michael. Uh, I was going to say... Join the conversation with us by tweeting at us at M Lombardi NFL and at Storm Bon and Tony. But Michael, apparently we don't call it that anymore. It's their their what X's. Twitter is X now. It's X. We changed the name, huh? Oh, okay. I got it. I wasn't even sure how to use it when it was Twitter. Now I gotta <laughs> learn how to use it when it's X. I mean, seriously. Like it just it sounds like if you ask somebody, what does the oh X yeah, stand do for? It just, it's just an X. I don't know. But like when you ask somebody for their handle, what do you say? Like, do you have an X? That sounds like I'm asking for drugs or their boyfriend. I don't know. <laughs> it's a weird well, situation. you know, I mean, you're going to have to, they got to give us some instructions here. Don't you think? You would think I mean, so. I mean, they're taking the blue check mark. You got to do this. You got to do that. I mean, wow. Elon's it's not on easy one. to social media. What, and, and then we have X and now we have thread. Although the thread thing seemed to die, right? That doesn't seem like that that got any traction. Do you think so? Thank goodness. I'm so glad that I didn't bite the bullet and jump on threads when it was the trendy thing to do that week because I don't know anybody that's actually using it right now. So we'll we'll stick yeah. to doing X, I guess, for now. I'll which again, yeah, we'll do the X. Sounds like Mr. drugs X, or something I, bad. Yeah. yeah, Mr. X, here we go. So that's better. I think Elon might need to step into your office, which, by the way, is what we are going to yeah. do here to start off uh, hour two of the Lombardi line. For anybody who's new here every week on the Lombardi line, there's a new batch of folks who need to sit down. Maybe they need advice. Maybe they need leadership tools. Maybe they just need a solid re reality check. Well, Michael Lombardi is here to do it. Have no fear. The office of Michael Lombardi is here. Run that open, producer Elliot. 
the appointments are lined up. You waiting for somebody in there? Got an appointment. And it's not about what you want to hear, but what you need to hear. It's not personal. It's strictly business. It's time you and me had a private talk when you're stepping to my office. It's Step Into My Office with Michael Lombardi. Mr. Lombardi, we'll see you now. Mr. Lombardi, we'll see you now. Mr. Dan yeah. Campbell. We're talking a lot of Lions. Why not start with the head coach there in Detroit? He admitted in his opening press conference at training camp that he hears the hype around this team. Take a listen to what Mr. Campbell had to say, Lombardi. I think it's always the thing that's going to worry you is the hype train. I mean, as with most coaches, you know, this thing is just taking off and it's out of control right now. And and that's fine as long as we stay focused on the job at hand and the work. I just keep going back to that. Uh, we got to put the work in and uh, and earn it. I love that. Recognizing you got to earn it. But yeah. Campbell's a 9-1 to favorite for Coach of the Year. Detroit as a team, the favorite to win the NFC North, the most bet team to do so nationally. So Dan Campbell takes a seat in your office, Michael. What should he prioritize with this team to give them the best opportunity to live up to the hype train? I think he, you know, he played for Bill Parcells. He knows Parcells well enough. And I think Dan would understand that. Stop talking about last year. Stop mm -hmm. talking about the last 10 games and move forward. And this is a completely new year. People are going to study you. You've got new pieces. You've got a new offensive weapon in Gibbs. You've got a new tight end. You've got a lot of different pieces that you're trying to incorporate. And just to think that you're going to be able to pick up where you left off, pick up where you were last year, you know, I think it's a mistake. So you have to reinvent yourself. And part of the reinvention is, you got to get rid of the past. You got to throw that away. And I think the hype is the longer you talk about expectations, the harder it is. And it's harder to get players to focus and concentrate when they don't feel like they've achieved anything. And I think the Lions, for the most part, feel like they have achieved something, even though they haven't. They finally achieved respectability, which is a huge thing for Detroit. But we got to separate respectability from being a good team. And I think it's going to be a challenge. And I think that he has, Dan, you got to prepare your team for when you lose, how we're going to react. Mm -hmm. And I, I like that he said it's going to take a lot of work. Just a nine and eight season year ago, win total this year sitting nine and a half. A lot of work to do to get over that and ultimately win the division if there's that. Glad to see, by the way, that your your knees are safe. No biting kneecaps in the office. They keep that safe for the for the football field there, Michael. Okay, rolling yeah. along. The Chiefs are known yes. for their offense, but the heart and soul of their defense is currently holding out a camp in search for a new contract. Star interior defensive lineman Chris Jones needs some advice, Michael. He's entering year four of his $80 million contract. He signed back in 2020, set to earn $19.5 million this year, but the guarantees are dried up. GM Brent Veach has expressed optimism. A deal will get done. What does Chris Jones need to hear as he enters this negotiation? The guarantees haven't dried up, Chris. They're not going to cut you. You're too good of a player. The greatest thing that could happen is if they cut you. They're not going to cut you. And if you get injured, you're guaranteed to get paid. You have an injury guarantee. You cannot cut a player who's injured. So what are you worried about? You have $19.5 guaranteed in your back pocket. Not written in the contract, written in your talent and your ability to play and perform. So why are you throwing out $50,000 when you already have something that you're fighting for? You already have it. Now, you're in the most perfect position you can be in. 
They're not going to play you in summer. They're not going to play you in a meaningless three preseason games. Go to camp. Stop wasting money. Stop giving away 50 grand. They can't take it back from you. They can't forfeit it. So you're going to have to pay it. They don't want to put it in their cap, so they're going to charge you for it. So let's stop the ridiculous behavior. You're acting as if it's 1980 when holdouts matter. They don't. They affect you more than ever. So come to camp. Get into camp, right? Be part of the team. And either they franchise you next year or they give you a $29 million a year contract. But something's going to happen, and it's all going to benefit you. You giving away money is a mistake. Mm -hmm. The Chiefs, a 6-1 to one favorite to repeat as Super Bowl champions in 2023. Chris Jones, obviously a huge piece of that. Had a career year, 15 and a half sacks, and a career best 44 tackles as well. On Thursday, the NFL unanimously approved the sale of the Washington Commanders from Dan Snyder to new ownership. That group led by Josh Harris for just over $6 billion with a B dollars. Harris, who does hold and has held ownership in a number of professional sports organizations outside of the NFL, told reporters on Friday, we're focused on changing the culture between Washington's lack of success on the field and controversy off of it, Michael, in the Dan Snyder era. How would you guide Harris to um, this first stage of the transition to ownership in Washington? I would I would say most importantly, Josh, you cannot rely on someone to get you caught up to speed because you're taking over a very toxic organization. And the toxic organization, you don't want to create more toxic because when you have clicks, when you rely on the, the president or you rely on the general manager, or you rely on somebody who has been in the environment, then the People start to worry about, are they safe? Are they being protected? The best thing you can do is operate, isolate yourself from everyone. Not be cold, but isolate. Listen and make your own decisions. Get involved with the team. Go down to the cafeteria, watch practice, mingle with the business people, observe for yourself. Put everybody on notice without saying they're on notice. You're watching. But once you start to sit there and start having a relationship with Jason Wright, the president, or Marty Herney and, and Martin Mayhew, all of a sudden now clicks form within the organization. And that culture, that toxic culture that you're trying to change will become harder to change. And there'll be a lot of resistance. So this strategically has to be operated the correct way. You have to form no alliance and you've got to make all your decisions yourself. If not, this isn't going to work very well, and you're going to see a lot of clicks. And once you have clicks in an organization, mm -hmm. you can't establish a culture. Great advice there. I also wonder, just for my own curiosity, Magic Johnson, a part of that ownership group, he mentioned recently that a name change could come down the line. Is that reasonable to expect that the new regime would also would, do another name change? I would think they have to. Stormy, yeah. I would do it. I would tremendously. I think it's a ridiculous name. You know, I think there should have been a way to where Dan Snyder, you know, the Florida State Seminoles haven't changed their name, mm -hmm. right? Because Florida State, they have a deal with them. I'm not saying they shouldn't have changed their name, but I think there should be some way to tie a little bit of the past back into the future. And how we do that, I don't know. But to me, you know, when he was a kid growing up and he watched that Washington team take the field in those burgundy jerseys and that gold pants with the stripe down. That, that was something important. And, and I don't think you can lose that. I think you got to figure out a way, much like a lot of schools around the country have done, that had Indian nicknames and have changed them into something that is less 
that that remembers them, the Red Hawks of Miami of Ohio, right? Mm. I think you have to try to find a way to do something like that. And I think it's important. The other thing you have to do is you got to tear down everything that Dan Snyder did from 1999 until 2023. You got to remove them because you got to basically say, look, that's not who we are. Yep. Trying to erase as much of the Dan Snyder era as possible when it comes there. And Heck, more name changes in recent history than than playoff appearances, it seems, unfortunately. The, the, <laughs> yes. the, the win total for the commander is six and a half. You still lean toward the over, Michael? I do because, I, I, you know, look, on paper, they're a good team. I mean, they didn't turn the ball over defensively. They were the, one of the worst teams in turning the ball over, but they were very good on third down. They were very good in the red zone. And if they can protect the football, I mean, it's a big year for Eric Bieniemy. It's a big year for Eric Bieniemy. He's got a rookie quarterback, and he's got an offense that has some skill players. He gets that going. They can win some games, and he'll get his head coaching job. Yeah, it feels a little bit like he's a head coach in waiting, potentially, if things don't go well early with Ron Rivera. Maybe he could turn it around midseason. Just throwing it out there. Just throwing it out there. What's on Michael's mind next on the Lombardi Line? This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Stormy Bonatoni, on VSIN, the sports betting network. We all know about the speed of sound, but have you ever thought about the sounds of speeding? Drive too fast and you could hear the sound of your vehicle crashing because one way or another, speeding catches up with you. Paid for by NHTSA. This is the Lombardi line as we welcome you back on a Monday alongside Michael Lombardi. I'm Stormy Bonantoni. It is that time of the show, Michael, where we find out what's on Michael's mind. Sometimes it's pop culture. Sometimes it's basketball. Today we're keeping it in the NFL, but it's a little bit different. So what's on your mind for the people at home? Well, I'm a big believer. I love uniforms. I I really do. I'm a big believer of, you know, you got to have pay tribute to a uniform. I think if you win a Super Bowl, with a certain uniform, you should never change it. The Eagles won a Super Bowl in 1960, 
with uh, with the Kelly Green uniforms when they beat Lombardi's Packers. Why would you change? Now they want another one in their current uniforms when they beat the Patriots. So I get that. But like the Lions, I don't even know who they are. The last time they were good in the 50s, they wore a certain uniform. It was one of the best uniforms ever. So now we have this throwback era in the NFL, which is all driven about, you know, go back and buy some of these old school uniforms. Yeah. Great. Love the idea. But you can't move a team. You can't move a team from Houston and leave it there and all of a sudden go to Tennessee and then wear the uniform of the city that you left, that you basically left in the dark. Like, it's ridiculous. Like, how is the, how are they letting the Tennessee Titans under Bud Adams, his daughter runs the team, wear the love you blue uniforms? I mean, that was a great uniform. I mean, if you could, if there's ever a stadium that I remember as vividly as ever and been to a lot of them, the old Astrodome with love you blue and all those people who love football in Houston with those ugly blue towels, waving them and that great team that they had. I don't know how they're getting away with this. Like it has nothing to do with the national Titans. It has nothing to do with the Tennessee Titans stormy. So like if, if the, if the Texans want to wear him, okay, I got it. New team, but they're honoring the city that had the team. But nobody in Nashville cares about Love You Blue. So I absolutely am with you that it feels like the Oilers' history belongs in Houston. I have no argument with you there. But where I will come back and support it, at least from like the the 500-foot view here, is that the team's always going to belong to the Adams family, right? Um, Bud Adams founded the Oilers, and now it's his daughter and that family that, that runs the team. And so I feel like... The, that that's the connection because that's the team that her family created and that she's known her whole life. That logo is probably all over her house from back in the day. And so it's, it's a personal thing from that standpoint. So I feel like it's an ownership group thing. What do you think? I mean, that makes sense, but they didn't take the name with them, the Tennessee, right. they didn't become the Tennessee Oilers. I, I so agree. it's a new chapter. And so And they didn't really keep the colors. I mean, they basically stole. Remember, the Jets were one time called the New York Titans, right? Mm -hmm. So they took that Jet title over. And and so I just, to me, look, I love the lovely blue uniforms. I love the oil rig on the helmet. And they had some incredible teams. And those teams, I wrote about them in Football Done Right. I wrote about Mike Holovac, the former general manager of the Houston Oilers, about the collection of enormous talent that that team had in Houston. It was remarkable. And they went to one conference championship game. It's really sad, you know, and Warren Moon's in the hall. They have all these Hall of Fame players and they couldn't win. And now they're going to put these uniforms on these Tennessee players who have no linkage to the Houston. I I, I just don't think it's right. I I, I love Tampa's going back to the uh, swashbuckler look. I like the Eagles. Might they're, they're tweeted out that they're going to wear their Kelly Green. Yeah. You know, I, I love when they, the Packers wear their old Acme packing uniforms. I think that's great. But that that's part of the fabric of who they are. Yep. The this jet- is the Jets put out some of their whites this morning as well. Look really, really clean. A lot of these are good look. J.J. Watt even joined the conversation. He, he said it pains him to see <laughs> the Titans wearing the Oilers logo. He said, I lived in Houston for 10 years. My first training camp met Bun Phillips. I was coached by Wade Phillips. I've seen firsthand how much the people of Houston loved the Oilers. And you referenced a lot of those names. Earl Campbell, uh, Bruce Matthews, Warren Moon, 
et cetera. He said the love you blue is real. So it pains him for Houston and those fans, but it is a good look. I'm excited to see him out there on the field. Oh, it's a beautiful uniform with the red in it and the, and the powder blue. And, and, and look, <laughs> let me say something. Hey, those teams, yeah, those teams will not be remembered because of the dr- dramatics around them because of the, the fight between Buddy Ryan and Kevin Gilbride and between all the hostility that went on between Bud Adams and Lad Herzog, his general manager, who had constantly had, you know, we're sitting here, we just talked about Chris Jones holding out. Back in the day when the Oilers were really good, they always had holdouts because the team wouldn't pay and the holdouts meant something. You couldn't find players. This era, we're acting, Chris Jones is acting like the eras haven't changed, like they have. 50K a day is not money to sneeze at, no matter how much money you're making. Michael, I was surprised when I looked at the rundown today and I saw this was what was on your mind. I definitely thought I was going to be 76ers related when I saw that James Harden scrubbed his social media of 76ers stuff and he wasn't at Joel Embiid's wedding. I immediately thought that's where you were going. Uh, I I am so tired of talking (laughs) about a team that can't get out of its own way. I mean, I'm tired of talking about it. And I think people are, are tired of me talking about it. I recognize that. I mean, they can't get, they're irrelevant. You know, and Harden's, you know, Howard Eskin here in town went after him for good reason. I mean, the 76ers traded a malcontent in Ben Simmons to receive a malcontent in James Harden. There, as Austin Powers said, as Dr. Evil said, there's no pleasing him. There's just no pleasing him. So, like, why would we spend any time talking about it? I'm done. Well, you'll appreciate this. Uh, With Mountain West Media Days here at Circa this past week, my old boss at the Mountain West was here, and he lives in Denver. And we were talking about my show, and he goes, oh, I love Michael Lombardi. He he would come on on Denver Radio a good bit with Vic Lombardi, and Vic would always get him going on the 76ers. Every time I heard it, it made my day. Just like, <laughs> so but your aggression really hits with some other people out there, even though I know half my well, job I, is convincing you you're a fan. I, I'm a fan. I, I, you know, I'm a fan of the team, and I'm frustrated. I'm yeah. tired of it, you know, and I, and there's no future. There's no future in it because they they they've wrapped themselves around this guy who you know and God bless him he got married congratulations and all those things are wonderful but you know he thinks he's working hard and he's not. Well, you heard it here first, fans. Michael Lombardi is sick. He is tired. He is sick and tired of talking Philadelphia Seventy Sixers. There's no need to talk. No, I, you will not have to. What's on my mind, you know. What's on my mind is not them. I, I, they've, they've occupied too much space in my head for too many years okay. for them to keep ca- taking it away from me. Now, I need to, I've, been to, I've, been to, I've been to rehab many times for them, and I think this is the one time I'm going to be able to survive and not go back. Well, these last couple minutes of this segment, we'll get back to the NFL and some of the burning questions throughout the show today and this week. We're going to try to work our way through each and every NFL team asking what the burning questions are as these teams get set for training camp. And because we were talking Houston Oilers uniforms, we might as well talk Houston Texans here next. And uh, first year coaching yeah. staff with D'Amico Ryans. Um, my big question here is what should his approach be this opening season of a six-year contract? And part two, CJ Stroud, dark horse rookie of the year. I told you I really like this team for, for a number of reasons coming into the season. I think they're going to be better than folks think. Well, look, you and I both look at the same live odd boards every day. And there's four teams that don't have starting quarterbacks. And the Texans are not one of those, right? Mm -hmm. C.J. Stroud is put in as the starter. 
that tells you something, right? And so you're, the first part of your question to address is when you use the word a six-year contract. That's right. He's got six years. They're not firing D'Amico Ryans after a year. So you build this thing the right way. Build it the way you want to do it. Run the offense with Bobby Slowick. Run the offense you want to run. Set the tempo. Install the culture. Because what you do today is going to matter three years from now when the team's better. But this team isn't devoid of talent, right? We know Damian Pierce is a good runner. You know, they're not they're not overloaded at receiver, even though they spent a lot of money and time on receivers. John Michi comes back. We'll see what he can do coming off the, 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 the cancer that he had that he's been cured of. And can they get this offensive line to play at a higher level? I think those are the question marks. But defensively, you know, Lovey had it going a little bit last year at times, although they were too small up front and couldn't handle the run. Jerry Hughes will help Will Anderson develop and to become a good player. I don't think they're going to be an easy out. I mean, that their win total is at six and a half, and Washington's win total is at six and a half is remarkable to me. You know, both teams are starting with rookie quarterbacks. I get that, even though Sam Howell's in his second season. But to me, there's a difference in talent in terms of defensively. And I think it's going to take a little bit of time for Houston. If they get the five or six wins, I think it's a great year for D'Amico Ryans. Yep, certainly um, underestimated, I guess you could say, by the the numbers that we see out here for the Houston Texans. Hopefully they'll live up to it. Excited to see what C.J. Stroud can do in a, in a different offense. We talk about him looking to the sideline in college all the time. How is he going to fare at the NFL level? We've got to take a quick break here. When we return, Beeson's own Mike Pritchard, lead NFL analyst here at the network, former NFL wide receiver, get his opinion on some of these burning questions around the NFL. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Stormy Bonatoni, on VSIN, the sports betting network. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber today. You'll get the daily email recapping all of the best bets from our show hosts and guests. You'll also get unlimited access to the vsin.com slash picks page where you can sort picks by sport, matchup, event date, and more. Plus, check in on the top VEASAN experts leaderboard. We've got betting records, profit, and ROI, so you can see which VEASAN expert has a hot hand any given day. For VEASAN Pro Picks, betting splits, power ratings, plus 24-7 video access, become a VEASAN Pro subscriber today. You can sign up now for just 19 bucks at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Do have a quick update for you since a lot of the conversation today has been around the NFC North and the Detroit Lions who have started training camp this past weekend. Lions safety C.J. Gardner-Johnson did have an MRI, no structural damage to his knee, reportedly. He's listed as day-to-day moving forward, but really good news just considering the reaction that we heard from Will Birchfield earlier, who covers the Lions closely, said it was really seemed like a scary moment when he needed the cart to take him off of the field. So happy to hear that for sure. And that's just one of the things that happens at training camp. Michael Lombardi, you know that well, as does our next guest, Mike Pritchard, VEASAN lead NFL betting analyst, spent nearly a decade in the league as a wide receiver for three teams, started out that career with the Atlanta Falcons. Welcome in. Welcome in, Pritch. How are you today? I am good. And that is great news uh, because I I was one of those players uh, later on in my career where I had to walk off the practice field and training camp and discovered I had a torn meniscus. Uh, so I missed the uh, first three games uh, of the season uh, trying to rehab that. So that, that's awesome news. Yeah, I mean, th- that's the scariest part, Mike, for training yeah. camp, right? You're always worried about 
Like, are you going to be able to stay healthy? Can you can you kind of get this going? Or you know, is the team that we think we have right? Is it going to stay healthy enough to play once we get to the opener? Right, right. I mean, it's it's always scary. I mean, you bust your behind all all season uh, to get into shape, right? And and you're in the tip top shape. You pass your your conditioning test. You're ready to go. Uh, and then a mishap could happen, or something could happen in training camp that kind of derails everything. Uh, that excitement for the year. Uh, and so you're trying to avoid that. You're trying to just manage uh, the situation as a veteran player and somebody who's trying to get used to a new team. And uh, certainly you don't want to be slowed down by an injury. So uh, good news all the way around uh, and, and hopefully uh, be able to contribute uh, as soon as he gets back and, and healthy for the Lions there. Well, Pritch, I know that a meniscus tear wasn't one of your favorite memories from training camp, but I, I can imagine you probably have so many great stories. Anything you can share with us? I do, Stormy. Um, you know, training camp is hard. It's grueling. You know, sometimes you have a fishing outing, you know, a group uh, event for, for the fellas and bonding, right? Um, in, in Atlanta, you know, Jerry Glanville was a little different with training camp. Uh, and we had all these stars come out to training camp, like whether it was Travis Tritt or George Jones or, or Hammer or, you know, a lot of people, a lot of celebrities, Evander Holyfield and one particular year, we had the Godfather of Soul, James Brown, come out to training camp. Mm. Uh, and I have to tell you, I mean, you know, your jaw drops, and then certainly you're in all of the situation. Here comes James Brown and Penny Loafers walking out and onto the practice field. And we stopped practice, and he wanted to run the play. He wanted to rock. And, and so we lined up in, like, a formation and did a pitchback, uh, an I-formation pitchback to the godfather of soul and watched him run around the corner. Uh, that was something I will never forget. Uh, and certainly relaxed the moment uh, in training camp. We actually went on that year and, and went to the playoffs uh, and had a nice year. I, I mean, what was the reaction to the godfather of soul from the team? I mean, you know, you were talking about generate, you know, this is when you were younger and did, did, yeah. did everybody know him and remember him and, and kind of hold him in the reverence that he deserved to be held in? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, you know, we were worried about him because when we pitched the ball to him, he slipped. Oh. But he didn't fall, Michael. He yeah. didn't fall. <laughs> With Penny, Loper, Penny Loafers on grass, he did not fall. And so we were more impressed by that. Uh, and the fact that he turned the corner with the pitch. I mean, that was awesome. That's awesome. I, I, we see celebs out at these training camps and preseason events and stuff. You don't see them running plays. <laughs> Getting right. the ball. So that, yeah, that's a, a once in a lifetime type of a memory to have. Really, really cool. Here with VEASAN's own Mike Pritchard, our lead NFL betting analyst here at the network, former league wide receiver. As you look ahead to the 2023 season and the teams that have started training camp, I mean, everybody will have started by the end of this week. What are some of the key storylines that you're really keeping an eye on, especially from the betting perspective? And we want to know how these teams are going to fare. Yeah, I mean, Anthony Richardson, I, I think um, if, if it is the fit, it's a true fit uh, out there in Indy, uh, and if he's able to adapt to the NFL uh, in terms of the expectations, I, I think from an athleticism standpoint, uh, he's going to fit within the scheme and what they want to do. Uh, if he can calm down and, and certainly play at a high level, I think rookie of the year is in the cards for him. Uh, certainly following that, uh, I think that's a nice price, to be honest with you, too, Stormy. Mm -hmm. um, Russell Wilson, Sean Payton, you know, I, I'm thinking an adult in the room now out there in Denver uh, can make a, a big difference. Uh, and we'll see. I mean, a credibility from winning a Super Bowl. Uh, and then all of a sudden you got the attention of everybody in that locker room because you have that credibility instantly. 
Uh, and, and now you're going to get the work. So I'm following that storyline because Denver could be uh, one of those uh, surprise teams uh, this season as well. Yeah. How about where are you on Jordan Love and Green Bay, Mike? Have you made your mind up on that? Or are you going to wait until the preseason and take a peek at that one? Yeah, I'm going to wait uh, and take a peek because, you know, that that's a, a group of young guys, right? I mean, we know what Christian Watson did last year with Aaron and and Dobbs and, you know, the injury situation, but able to play uh, well at times. Uh, but then you have a young quarterback, too. So uh, when everybody's young like that um, and now the floor uh, is really going to have to to coach the team differently than with an Aaron Rodgers there. Uh, I want to I want to have a wait and see approach. I wonder how he's going to attack preseason, how much run. Uh, these younger players are going to get in preseason games, uh, managing the year uh, as well. So uh, definitely a, a wait and see approach there out there and in, in Green Bay with that team. Something that we talked about earlier in the show, just because we were talking a lot uh, about that division earlier, was Justin Fields as well. And I, I do believe that he'll take a step and that team will take a step with the way that they're trying to build around him and give him an opportunity, right? But so much of the talk has been that he's going to make this leap. And will he do what Jalen Hurts did from year two to year three? Well, Jalen Hurts went to a Super Bowl. That's a pretty big it's a pretty big leap to, to throw on a guy's shoulder when this team has a win total of seven and a half. But even that would show dramatic improvement, in my mind, from what we saw from this Bears team a year ago. What's your expectation for the young quarterback? Yeah, I mean, I, I think expectations should be sky high, to be honest with you, Stormy. Mm -hmm. he's, a, he's a first round draft choice. And uh, I think when you are drafted to be the franchise quarterback, expectations are lofty. Uh, and then as a player, you have to do your, the best of your ability to, to meet those expectations or even exceed them. Uh, right. So uh, I know in his mind, he's waiting for a leap or he's wanting a, a leap forward uh, for sure. Uh, I, I think, uh, you know, during the course of your career, are you thrown out there or, or are they going to have baby gloves on you? How are they going to coach you? And, I think with a guy like Justin Fields, you got to take any baby gloves you have and take those things off uh, and, and see what you truly have. Let him uh, experience uh, what it's going to be like and the expectations of what they're going to be like, too, for a franchise quarterback. And that's throwing the football. We, we know he can run it uh, over a thousand yards. We get that. We know that he's extremely athletic, but you got to win from the pocket. Uh, and the sooner that these young quarterbacks learn that, the better off they'll be. Yeah, no question. We had, we spent a lot of time today, Mike, talking about the Detroit Lions. Where are you? Are you all in on them? Or are you kind of putting your toe in the water with them, too? Because I, I don't know if they can duplicate the success of protecting the football, number one in the National Football League, and not turning it over offensively. Can they do that again? Well, you know, the consistency is the, um, uh, the name of the game, uh, certainly. And the Lions throughout history, it doesn't matter the coach or the players, they just haven't been able to establish consistency. And uh, I, I think the run that they went on last year, obviously uh, getting better during the course of the year, uh, that helped, you, you know, and, and you wonder, can they be consistent? And that's, that's my reservation right now in terms of the Lions. I, I'm not sure of the consistency because there's no track record of it, uh, right? And, and certainly from a head coaching standpoint, uh, throughout the coaching staff, uh, throughout those players, Derek Goff even. I mean, I think... Uh, starting with the lack of consistency, not a concern, but when we see it as betters, we'll be able to adjust uh, along the way as well. I know I'm cutting it late to the break here, but this final minute, let's do Pritch's points. We love alliteration here on the network. What should betters be keeping an eye on here for training camp? Yeah, I'll condense it a little bit, Stormy. I mean, I think uh, teams with continuity always want to look for that. Uh, that helps because you're hitting the ground running uh, in training camp. 
Uh, and then teams that can improve and evolve, like Kansas City. Uh, they got rid of Tyreek Hill, but they evolved into something different, and it turned out to be a Super Bowl uh, a victory. So I'm looking for that kind of thing. And also, from an insider standpoint, if you're following insiders who are at practice, they have the, the full access, right, during training camp, um, which teams are, are off script early? Like, everything's scripted. You know, we want to see the reps. We want to see successful plays. We want to put that on tape so we can coach off of it. But the teams, like, in particular, joint practices, if they are off script in live situations, whether it's goal line, whether it's red zone or, or forced down out in the field or third down situations, I think those are key uh, for betters. And that's some great information to take on into the season as well. Appreciate the, the tidbits and helping us out, Pritch. You're awesome. Have a great day. You too. Take care, Michael Scarmy. Thank you. Thanks, Pritch. That's Mike Pritchard. Make sure you follow him on Twitter or X, I'm going to figure it out one day. Also, I heard that videos on Twitter now are going to be called X videos, which again, first we're talking about drugs. Now we're talking about X videos. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare this is the lombardi line with former nfl executive michael lombardi now here is your host stormy bonatoni the Sports Betting Network. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like bonus bets and bet insurance tokens. Planning a trip to Vegas, you can also convert BetMGM points into MGM Rewards points that you can use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM Resorts properties located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. Sign up with BetMGM or log on today to get an even bigger piece of the action with BetMGM Rewards. Eligibility restrictions do apply. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. New and existing customer offer. All promotions subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLING. 
Gambler. This show has been flying by. Thanks for hanging out with us on a Monday. Welcome back to the Lombardi line alongside Michael Lombardi, Stormy Bon and Tony with you. And, and Michael, time for our pro tip of the show. We do these every single show. Every program at the network does it. You can search them by sport and by program on vcin.com. But well, there's a lot of, you know, really good information on injuries and things like that that come out of training camp from beat writers. There's also a lot of noise. And so a good way to sift through the noise is to kind of hone in on a couple of things, Michael. So explain to people what yeah. you mean when you talk about diving into sections of a team. Well, I think preseason is so hard to evaluate because not everybody plays their guys, but everybody works on their weaknesses. And so when you read the guide or if you bet the bet, if you sign up for the betting guide, which you should, and you know, for example, the Jets are concerned about their offensive line. Dwayne Brown is on IR, is on PUP, will not play. And what, what does Mekhi Beckton look like? So when you watch the Jets in preseason, instead of focusing on the entire Jet team, just focus on their offensive line and see what that looks like when they're playing against good players. And the same thing, take it to New England. Where is Mac Jones? What does he look like? He'll play in the preseason. What's his relationship? What's their offense look like? Every team has a set of problems. And we really go over it well in the betting guide. And if you know those problems, then you can watch the preseason with a little bit more of a laser focus than just say the score was 14-13, you know, the Bears won. No. Can Justin Fields throw the ball from the pocket? We'll get a chance to see it in the preseason. They're just not going to put him out there in week one and let him throw it. We'll see. And if he does, you know, we'll learn a little bit. Yeah, training camp, the time of year where we can examine teams' weaknesses and evaluate how they're taking steps to correct them for success hone in on specific groups rather than the entire team in your preseason evaluation, get a little bit more granular in that approach. Again, you can find our free daily betting tips on vcin.com. And remember, I mean, Michael just talked about the NFL betting guide. Our college football betting guide is coming out here really soon as well. So you're going to want to become a subscriber to get all of that information. I teased a little bit earlier in the hour, Michael, we were going to talk about some of the most bet divisions in the NFL this year. And one of them We've talked about uh, a lot already over the course of today's show. The most bet divisions by ticket count, the NFC North, the AFC North, and the AFC East. And something that I thought was pretty surprising here is that the most bet on team when it comes to these divisions is actually the Detroit Lions. Whereas we heard from Thomas Gable at the Borgata earlier that locally where he's at, it's actually the Packers who have been getting the majority of their ticket count in the division. Yeah, it's always different, right? Every sports book is different. And, and when you're looking at a national landscape, it certainly could be the Lions when you see that because everybody's going to buy the perception. The Lions are 8-2. and two. You know, they're coming off their good team. Everybody loves Dan Campbell. He's doing up-downs. You know, he's breaking <laughs> yeah. kneecaps. You know, and I think what we tend to lose sight of very quickly is how hard it is to pick up the momentum from year one to the next year. It's challenging. Every year is a different year. Every year you start at the base camp. I mean, Campbell made a good point today on our show about, you know, we got to get back to the work. We got to do the work and we've got to be able to continue to do the work. There are a lot of moving pieces there. They're going to change what they do a little bit offensively. They didn't draft Gibbs to stay status quo. They drafted him to make him a bigger part of the offense. So we'll see how this all works out. But again, I, I think, don't fall into the perception trap, too. I think you can't do that. I think that's a real issue. The Bears also in the division getting a lot of love in terms of the ticket count available at 4-1. to one. As we look to the AFC North, though, here, 
The Bengals are, of course, your favorite. Joe Burrow guiding the way. They are trying to upgrade that offensive line for the second year in a row. We'll see if this year it ultimately does work out. And while they are the highest ticket handle percentage in terms of the dollars and cents that's coming in in the AFC North, the Steelers getting a lot of money in terms of people going to the counter and placing bets with their tickets. 32.7% of bettors at BetMGM are coming up there with Pittsburgh Steelers tickets. Are you high on Kenny Pickett leading the way and this team getting over their win total again in Pittsburgh? I am. I mean, I have faith in Mike Tomlin. I mean, past performance predicts future achievement, right? Mm -hmm. So I think with an improved offensive line, uh, I think they're going to be better defensively. If they keep TJ Watt healthy for the whole year, that'll help. Fitzpatrick is the best safety in football. He makes a ton of plays. They turn the ball over. They're physical. They will improve as the year goes along. They have deficiencies. There's no question, but they've got some incredibly talented skill players. They are very good skill-wise. I mean, and when you look at this team, if George Pickens is as good as you think he is and, you know, Deontay Johnson stays consistent and Najee Harris is a factor in the in the passing game and the running game, and Jalen Warren, a kid they signed as a college free agent last year, I thought gave him a lot of juice. He proved to be better than McFarlane, who they drafted in the fourth round in 20. So, yeah, I do. I I, I like this team. I think they'll be improved. I think Porter, the first-round pick, helps them at corner. He fits what they're trying to do defensively. So I have faith. I have faith in Tomlin that he's not going to let this thing slip, and I think he'll win games. Yep, TJ Watt coming back healthy on defense as well, but I am on board 100% when it comes to Mike Tomlin. It's hard to ignore the history and continued threat of success year in and year out. One team we've talked about a lot recently because they welcomed DeAndre Hopkins to town as the Tennessee Titans. But I, I know this one wouldn't surprise you at all when I saw one of the most bet in terms of money teams to win their respective division this year is the Tennessee Titans because we've talked a lot about how it's more of a 1A, 1B and the gap isn't anywhere nearly as large, at least to us, with the Jacksonville Jaguars as it appears with from the odds board. Yeah, I mean, everybody remembers the last games of the year. They remember the great comeback of Jacksonville. They don't remember that Jacksonville struggled to beat Tennessee with Joshua Dobbs at quarterback, right? So I I'm... I'm of the firm believer who wins this, who wins the South in the AFC will be the team with the best defense. And I think that's Tennessee. I don't think any of these offenses are going to be able to consistently play. Jacksonville's offense wasn't as consistent. It got better at the end of the year. Now, look, Calvin really will help them tremendously. But I just think the way Mike Rabel coaches, I'm going to go with coach and style here again, just like I did with Mike Tomlin. And, and I, I don't think there's a, I don't think Jacksonville is as good as we thought, as we think they are. They were in a lot of close games last year. And when they had to play good teams, I mean, the Chargers are blowing them out in the first half. And then the Chiefs won that game. So, you know, look, I think Trevor Lawrence is a good player. I think they got great skill. I just don't, I'm not sure that I'm sold on their defense to win. Jags and odds on minus 155 favorite in the division. Titans sitting there at plus 325. I got plus 350. I also bet them over their win total seven and a half and did an alt win total here at Circa at two to one for them to go over eight and a half wins. So we'll see if we can get those to come to fruition. Last one here as we look to the AFC East, the Buffalo Bills are the favorite. They're taking the majority of tickets that are coming to the counter, but the money is all over the New York Jets with Aaron Rodgers coming to town. Yeah, and I think if everybody felt like Tua would stay healthy, I think that the Miami would get all mm -hmm. the money. I think Miami would get the bulk of the money here if, if they thought Tua could stay healthy, and I don't think any of us can predict that, especially knowing how much Mike 
Mike McDaniel will choose is to protect his quarterback. People forget that Bridgewater got hurt last year, too. It wasn't just Tua. They lost two quarterbacks last year. So, you know, and I, and I don't think New England's going to be as bad as people think they are. I think this is going to be a dog-eat-dog division. I think yeah. we're going to have a lot of – we're going to use the word, Stormy. You and I are going to use the word parody quite a bit <laughs> as we go through it. And that's not a bad thing. I mean, the AFC has a lot of good teams in it. Just think about it. The, the East has four teams that are good. The South, I mean, the North has four teams that are good. There's eight. The South, we're talking about two teams. That's 10. And the West, you know, people won't talk about the Raiders. But so they have three teams. But I think the Raiders, the the, 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 the Raiders, the Broncos, and the Chargers are kind of similar. So there's four more. I mean, there's really only two teams that you're not talking about. The AFC, Houston, and Houston and, and uh, 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 Indianapolis. and you know, and everybody thinks so. I, I think the AFC is anybody's game. Yeah, it's a gauntlet. And I mean, we look at that AFC East specifically with the Bills, Jets, Dolphins, and Patriots. Like all of their schedules, when you look at the strength of schedule, are the tops most difficult in the league because, yes, they play each other, but because of all of those teams in the AFC that you just referenced, it's going to be fun. I'm really, really looking forward to it. And you talk about not protecting the quarterback, Mike McDaniel, there. Let's do the offensive line. Let's run the football a little bit. I know you got some toys yeah. in the wide receiver game, but you're supposed to be a run game guru. Let's go, Mike McDaniel. There you go. What Get you some doing? Rue in the guru story, right? <laughs> All right, let's go research X. Let's do research on X. Yep, we're going to figure it out. No more no more Twitter, tweeter, birds. I'm cut off from social media anyways. Who cares? At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. 